Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 13 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. Concluding our exploration of the obstacles that can prevent your young athletes from achieving their sports goals, today's topic is expectations. Imagine that your young athletes are about to begin a competition, and you walk up to them and force them to put on a 50-pound weight vest. How will they feel? Well, heavy, sluggish, slow, and how will they perform? Poorly, to be sure. Well, when you create expectations for your children in their athletic lives, you're placing a metaphorical weight vest on them that will also weigh them down in how they think, how they feel, and ultimately how they perform. And that is a burden you definitely don't want to place on them. The great thing is that if you once place that figurative weight vest on your children's shoulders, you have the power to remove it. Your goal is to ensure that your children never put that weight vest on, or if for some reason they do, they can take it off quickly and easily. This freedom from expectations will allow your young athletes to throw themselves into the mix on their particular field of play with no doubt, worry, or hesitation, and with absolute commitment, confidence, and courage. How will they feel when they take that weight vest off? Light and unencumbered. How will they perform? Free, strong, and probably successfully. From an unknown source, too many disappointments are usually a sign of too many expectations. So what exactly are expectations? At first glance, setting expectations for your young athletes seems like a good idea because they establish a standard toward which they can strive. At the same time, if you set the wrong types of expectations for your children, you're creating a situation in which you're actually dampening rather than inspiring their efforts. As I begin this discussion, I want to make sure that we have a shared understanding of what expectations are. Here's the dictionary definition. A strong belief that something will happen in the future. Belief that someone will or should achieve something. Let me say that one more time. A strong belief that something will happen in the future. A belief that someone will or should achieve something. Expectations have a sense of certainty that your young athletes will get a certain result. We expect you to win. But as I hope you understand, there's little certainty in sport where other people, whether it's teammates, competitors, coaches, and officials, external factors such as field, course, or court conditions or weather, equipment failure such as a broken bat in baseball or snap string in tennis, or just the vagaries of luck, a bad bounce, a brief distraction, can turn expectations on their head. When you place expectations on your young athletes, you unwittingly attach a threat to them in which you connect an or else at the end. You might state openly or intimate indirectly, I expect you to win today. But what your children hear is, for example, I expect you to win today or else I will be angry. Expectations place your young athletes between the proverbial rock and a hard place, where they feel pressure to fulfill them or something bad will happen. As such, they come to view competition as something threatening to avoid rather than something challenging to pursue. From gymnastics great Simone Biles, the successful competition for me is always going out there and putting 100% into whatever I'm doing. It's not always winning. People, I think, mistake that it's just winning. Sometimes it could be, but for me, it's hitting the best sets I can, gaining confidence and having a good time and having fun. Here's where expectations and emotions collide. When I ask young athletes about expectations, their reactions are pretty much the same. They frown, grimace, and get uncomfortable. They say things like, I hate it when my parents expect things of me. And when I build up expectations about a competition, I feel totally weighed down. Clearly not feel good or play well reactions that will benefit your young athletes. An interesting corollary to our understanding of expectations is that they have a powerful impact on your young athletes' emotions before, during, and after competitions. 
They produce emotional reactions that both feel bad and usually result in poor performances. Before games, expectations produce doubt, worry, apprehension, and anxiety. During games, they cause young athletes to become distracted, tense, and tentative. They might perform tight, cautious, and self-conscious. After the competition, if your young athletes somehow produce a good result under the weight of expectations, as I talked about in a previous podcast, their strongest emotional reaction will likely not be elation and pride, but rather simply relief because they dodge the bullet of unmet expectations. When your children perform poorly and don't fulfill the expectations, they'll experience devastation because the expectation of experience and success has been taken away from them. From Steve Maraboli, a motivational speaker, expectations feed frustration. It is an unhealthy attachment to people, things, and outcomes we wish we could control, but we don't. Many sports parents defend their use of expectations by saying, if we don't expect things of our young athletes, they won't amount to anything. The problem is that parents often set the wrong kinds of expectations. Let me clarify an important point about expectations. Not all expectations are bad. You should expect your children to be honest, considerate, responsible, hardworking, and appreciative. But those expectations are vastly different from expecting your children to win a game or become a professional athlete. Expectations can be both essential tools for supporting your children's athletic efforts and potential weapons that parents use against their children. Whether your expectations are beneficial or harmful to your children's athletic pursuits depends on the types of expectations that you place on them. An unfortunate mistake that many sports parents make is to set expectations over which your young athletes have little control. An ability expectation is one in which children are expected to achieve a particular result based on their natural ability. You'll win today because you're the best athlete out there. An outcome expectation is one in which you expect your kids to produce a certain outcome. I know you'll get on the podium. If your children fail to meet your ability expectations, they're forced to attribute their failure to a lack of ability. They weren't talented enough. And this type of attribution is harmful because ability is not within your children's control. Yes, they can become stronger and more skilled in the sport, but they're limited by the genes that their parents gave them. Sadly, the failure to meet your ability expectations may cause them to come to believe that they're simply incapable of being successful in the future and feel helpless to do anything about it. Your young athletes may view future success in the sport as futile and pointless. The end result is that your children won't enjoy themselves and they're very likely going to quit playing sports. Not meeting outcome expectations can be equally detrimental. Our society places great emphasis on winning and competition. Moreover, outcome expectations are often based on how young athletes compare to his peers. You're a much better football player than your friend Eddie. You should definitely start ahead of him. Yet how your kids compare to others is also not within their control. Your children may do their best but still fail to perform up to their level of their peers and fail to meet your outcome expectations. This is particularly unfair because children develop at different rates. As I talked about in a previous podcast, children who are less successful at age 10 may catch and surpass their peers at age 14. A further danger of your expressing expectations about your young athlete's ability or their likely success is that they will eventually internalize your unhealthy expectations. They'll no longer need your expectations to feel that 50-pound weight vest on their shoulders. Rather, your kids will create their own unhealthy expectations. And these internalized expectations shift from being about their making you happy to making themselves happy. And they will carry these unhealthy expectations into all aspects of their lives and into adulthood. From the martial arts legend Bruce Lee, I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations, and you're not in this world to live up to mine. 
Now let me introduce you to six phrases that put expectations and pressure on your young athletes. You may not even realize that you're placing expectations on them. You may inadvertently be putting pressure on them simply with the words you use when you discuss their athletic lives. As you can imagine, if you don't realize that you're putting expectations on your children, you can't do anything to remove them. You can place expectations unintentionally on your children by using six pressure-packed phrases when you talk to them about their sport. You must, you have to, you need to, you should, you better, you gotta. Let me repeat those. You must, you have to, you need to, you should, you better, you gotta. My gosh, just saying those, I feel this immense pressure and this stress building up inside of me. These six phrases place a great weight on the shoulders of your young athletes, cause them to experience all kinds of unpleasant emotions, and actually interfere with their ability to perform their best and achieve their sports goals. So I suggest that you keep your radar on for the use of these six phrases. You may use them more than you think. Have your spouse or partner also have their radar on for your use of them. If you see that you're unwittingly including the phrases in your conversation with your children, I encourage you to replace them with six much more beneficial alternatives. I would like you to. I think you can. It's my goal for you to. I'm working hard to help you to. I'm directing my energy to support you to. And I'm excited to see you. Let me repeat those so you really get them. I would like you to. I think you can. It's my goal for you to. I'm working hard to help you to. I'm directing my energy to support you to. I'm excited to see you. These six phrases have a very different feel than the six I just described. Instead of threat, pressure, and anxiety, your young athletes will feel supported, positive, and fired up. They'll actually be excited to compete because they won't have that weight on their shoulders. And imagine how well they would perform compared to when you use the six phrases related to expectations. From the life coach, Corey Wayne, you can't live your life according to other people's expectations. If you live your life constantly trying to please others and do what they think is best for you, you will only make yourself miserable in the process. So I just concluded sharing with you two types of expectations that aren't healthy for your children. Now let's talk about two types of expectations that are actually really beneficial for them. If you want your young athletes to be successful, instead of setting ability and outcome expectations, you should establish process expectations over which they have control and that actually encourage them to do what it takes to achieve the results you and they want. If your children feel that they have your support rather than your pressure, they're much more likely to embrace and pursue their athletic goals. Think about what your children need to do to get the results they seek and create process expectations that will lead to their success. Commitment, positive attitude, hard work, discipline, patience, perseverance, and resilience. We expect you to give your best effort, or we expect you to stay positive and focused when you compete. Regardless of the athletic ability your children inherited from you, or with whom they might be compared, they have the capacity to use process expectations and the tools associated with them to be the best they can be and find success in their sports efforts. Importantly, unlike the or else threat implicit at the end of an ability or outcome expectation, process expectations have an, and I'm behind you all the way encouragement at the end. Process expectations should be established in collaboration with your young athletes. This cooperative approach ensures that your children have buy-in of the expectations rather than feeling you force the expectations on them. You can talk to your children about the value of different aspects of the process in achieving their athletic goals, how will it help them achieve those goals, and that they have complete control over the process. 
You can share examples with your children of how notable athletes use the tools associated with, associated with process expectations to become successful. Most importantly, you want to help them make the connection between the process and the results of their athletic efforts. If your children meet the process expectations, they will in all likelihood perform well, achieve some level of success. Now, how successful they become will depend on what abilities they were born with and gain satisfaction in their efforts. They'll also reap the benefits of great results and recognition from their coaches and peers. And meeting the process expectations will encourage your children to set even higher process expectations. If your children don't meet the process expectations, they may not succeed and must face the consequences, including poor results and demotion in their sport. But rather than being crushed by the failure, they will know that they have the power to fulfill the expectations and find success in the future. An anonymous quote, fall in love with the process and the results will come. Now let's shift from this notion of expectations to that of goals. By now, I hope I've made it clear that establishing expectations related to ability and results will not help your children find athletic success. At the same time, as I've discussed, I recognize that results matter in sports, and there's no way I can stop you or your children from talking about results. Given this reality, my intention is to allow you to speak about results in a way that will clear a path toward those results, rather than building barriers that will hold them back. The way for you to do that is to frame results in terms of goals, not expectations. Now, goals might appear to be the same as expectations, but they're actually very different in a number of ways. As I'm sure you know from your own athletic or career experiences, goals are deeply satisfying. When your young athletes set, pursue, and attain a goal, they feel a great sense of fulfillment as well as pride and inspiration in seeing their efforts rewarded. Importantly, unlike expectations, goals have two valuable benefits to your children in their athletic lives. First, instead of being either-or propositions, a key aspect of goals is they are about degree of attainment. In other words, not every goal will be accomplished, but you can be confident that if your children put in the requisite time and effort, they will, in most cases, show improvement and progress toward their goals. Second, goals have a very different emotional tenor for young athletes than do expectations. They breed positivity, excitement, and determination, all absolutely essential tools that will encourage your children to maintain their efforts in their sport. Here's an example to illustrate the difference between an expectation and a goal. Let's say you establish an expectation that your young tennis player should, there's that word again, should, make the semifinals of an upcoming tournament after getting no further than the second round in previous years. Or you help your daughter set a goal of making the semifinals. She ends up losing in the quarterfinals. From the perspective of the expectation, your daughter would have failed because she didn't meet the expectation of reaching the semifinals. But with the goal, she would have been successful because she improved significantly over her previous results in this tournament the year before by going further in the draw than she ever had. From the author Joyce Meyer, better to have a big goal and reach half of it than to have no goal and reach all of it. But setting outcome goals is not enough. There's a next step to then set process goals. Setting outcome goals are the first step in getting away from placing expectations and pressure on your, on your young athletes. But there's even more you can do to support and encourage them. As soon as you and your young athletes have set outcome goals, put further talk about results aside and focus on process goals, meaning what they need to do to accomplish the outcome goals. Process goals might include learning new technique or tactics, improving their fitness, or preparing their equipment. Your young athletes setting process goals are important for several reasons. First, unlike outcome goals, process goals are entirely within their control. So they're able to exert control over many aspects of their athletic lives that determine how well they perform. Second, if your children achieve their process goals, 
they're more likely to perform well, which will increase their chances of accomplishing their outcome goals. So, what began as a misguided attempt to motivate your children with unhealthy ability and outcome expectations evolves into healthy process expectations, which mutate into outcome goals and then into process goals, which in turn creates a virtuous cycle in which your young athletes perform well, produce their best results, and are inspired to set even higher healthy expectations and goals. From Greg S. Reed, a filmmaker and author, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed by action makes your dreams come true. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 13 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. And be on the lookout for episode 14 in the near future.